Hello and welcome to Fringe Binge. It's episode eight. Unbelievable. I'm uh, stood in my student accommodation looking out over the canal. Uh, there's people playing bagpipes and drummers are drumming. So uh, that's been really, really irritating. It's a beautiful sunny day here in Edinburgh. And today on the show, I've got two very special guests. We have Toronto-born and Manchester-based Erica Ella, brilliant comedian who I've had the pleasure of working with a number of times on the circuit. After that, we're going to have a nice little sit-down and chat with the very funny Luke Kempner. Impressionist, comedian, actor, and all-round wonderful man. We kick off today's episode with my chat with Erica. I found this really fascinating to hear about how she started in comedy and what brought her all the way across the ocean to Salford. Hope you enjoy the show. I am joined by the incredible Erica Ella. Hello. Hello. <laughs> how are you today, pal? Yeah, I'm... Uh... I'm good. I'm. I, I drank a bit last night, which you know, I don't normally do that. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen you drunk. No, it's it's chaotic. Really, but like I, funny. <laughs> oh, good. So it's, it's fun drunk. Yeah. No, I've not. I've never done anything like m- harmful. <laughs> well, I've never never done anything. Would you please tell everybody what the name of your show is? What time you're on? And where you're on at? Uh, my, the name of my show is called uh, Femcell. I'm at Monkey Barrel in Carnivore One, and it's at nine forty every night. Excellent. Um, and you've you're about how many shows in now? Are you four, is your fourth one tonight or third? I think this might be my. F- what day is it? <laughs> we don't. Isn't it funny how you lose track of time like, so easily? I think this game. actually might be my sixth show. You're sick? Well, what? Because yeah, I started on the first. Of course, yeah, you started a lot. Because I, I bumped into you the other day. We were both at that stage when we need. You go, <laughs> oh, I need something for this show. And you were buying fake blood I capsules. Was thinking, yeah, buying fake blood and hair ties. And the guy at the, the <laughs> counter was like, look at, like. What is happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I was just behind you going, I need to find build a hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> just both <laughs> so sad. And I think I know we're both in that shop because it's next to the fancy dress shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you and then you have to filter through to this one that's mainly stationery and uh, and tools. Also, it's they say it's a bargain shop. It's not the bargains aren't bargaining. <laughs> no, it's so overpriced. Yeah, a piece of paper should not be one pound. My my friend paid I think like one pound for a pe- one pencil. Yeah, oh, I saw, oh my God, it better have been a 2B. <laughs> <laughs> this is your, it's your, de- it's your Edinburgh debut hour. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. how does that feel? Um, it was nerve-wracking at first, and I think for the first couple of shows, I was like, oh, and um, I had like... Um, <laughs> we've, we've come, sorry, I'm going to we've come to this room that is normally always silent, and some kind of fucking trapeze act seems to have moved in next door. <laughs> So my apologies. If you hear cheering, it is not for us. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was what was, <laughs> what was the question? What was, was I talking about? It was about your debut hours. Oh, my debut hour. Yeah, yeah it was nerve wracking at first, and I kind of like I booked in at like a me and my friends ru- also running a compilation show, and I kind of had that there, thinking, you know, I'm just gonna be. Um, That'll be my saving grace if my I just expected my hour to be horrible, mm. and it, it's it's actually fine. It's actually good. Yeah, <laughs> it's well, fine because you're a good comic. Yeah. <laughs> that helps. But uh, did you have a bit of self doubt? Did that creep in? Was that way before anybody? Was it, was it like in the last few days you started going? Oh. I think like I think it was in the two weeks up uh, coming up to Fringe. Mm. I was like, Ugh. yeah, because I didn't have an ending, um, and I was like, do I? 
I was toying around with the idea of singing because I know a lot of people do that. And like, I asked my friend to give me a s- singing lesson and, um, it's, I've not, I'm not, I'm not singing in the show. <laughs> no, no, dude, they just say, I cannot help you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ten minutes. There's nothing um, I can do here, I'm afraid. But yeah, it's, ex- it's exciting. I like, I'm, I think I, I, again, all, I, I was stressed and a lot of my friends are stressed who are in the same position, but I'm just chilling now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've always got a very relaxed vibe about you. I like mm. that. Because uh, we've gigged together a few times. I've been because uh, you moved back to Manchester. Didn't yeah. You? And when did you move back? Um, about a uh, April last year. Yeah, and yeah. I just think that um, the scene in Manchester now is really good because it, it wasn't like that for many years. But now you can gig pretty much every night if you want to try. Oh, stuff one, yeah, out. definitely. And it's got a nice community about it, which which when I was coming through, it kind of had, and then it just disappeared mm. weirdly, and then it just became like one night a week kind of thing and mm. then but now it's such a nice community and a lot of you have come up this year like Dan Tiernan's up doing yeah. his uh, first hour uh, your poster as well is incredible oh thanks it's great yeah, yeah I loved it it's just it's got such a, a, a um, it's really impressive because I was trying to figure out I was like why does mine so hard to do and it's just my head <laughs> well, it took me about four weeks to get the font right <laughs> yours is really cool uh, my friend who's in that uh, poster, mm. we filmed. We, we filmed it. We took the photos outside in Finsbury Park, mm. and um, it like the woman who t- took it was is very good, and she was like, "Oh, we'll go here. Uh, like this fits the vibe," and it did. But I think no, none of us expected this like park to be so um, like. <laughs> So there was so much traffic. <laughs> there was so yeah, much traffic, yeah. and like he was in—he's in his underwear. I'm in a robe. <laughs> this dog runs up to him and nearly bites him in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, that would have happened whether or not you were there. Yeah, filming. <laughs> 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 That's Finsbury Park for you guys. <laughs> I used to live next to it. Uh, I know the dog. Um, <laughs> yeah, because well, the poster explained is it's you almost like levitating yeah. and, and uh, banshee-like in the woods, mm-hmm. uh, and um, and this guy running away, clutching his clothes, yes. and sort of in the in the front <laughs> of the frame, and it it looks in, it looks it does look incredible. I love it. It really it's a it's quite the image. Did um, have you been up before to the festival with uh, like a, a, a compilation show? Have you been? Up? Yeah. Um, so I. Um I did the first my first full run I came I and did in 2019 I ran a show that I'm also kind of running this year as well called Ghost Orgy yep. and it's like a dark and dirty showcase we ran it at like a ca- Cabaret Voltaire and um, we sold it out every night and <laughs> we're not doing that this year <laughs> oh God, yeah I think a lot of people are um <laughs> But yeah, it was fun. I mean, the first time I ever came up, though, was in 2018 when I just moved here as a, a student and I had mm. no idea what I was getting into. Like, I just, I was like, some friends were up here and they're like, why don't you just come? And I was like, yeah, sure. Uh, thinking it was like some rinky-dink festival. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I was like, oh, this is huge. <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah. just like the sheer scale of how many shows are happening. It's like, it was shocking. It's, um, it is, it's overwhelming at first, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But what was, um, so coming up this year with your debut show, what was the thing... I wouldn't sound like greatest fear, but what was the? Um, did you uh, have to give yourself a little pep talk? Because it can be a bit of thing. I go, I'm just here to have fun. What was your uh, prep for it, other than previews? Obviously. Yeah, I think I kept trying to tell my like, give myself the attitude of like, um, you're here to learn, mm. and 
if I look at it that way, then like, even if I do have a rough show, um, I can kind of like compartmentalize and like move forward. I'm like, okay, learning experience. Um, and I think like you kind of just, at least I see it like, this is like a gym for us, mm. um, and we're gonna l- we're gonna leave henched. <laughs> yeah, 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 all broken. Yeah, I mean it's one of the two. <laughs> yeah, I've got friends who've actually joined the gym here, and they're just using the sauna to get <laughs> get rid of all the alcohol. What? So, what is the show actually about? Is, is there a theme, or is it just an hour of? There's like a there's like a loose theme. I think like the overarching theme is just like I suppose my dating life and and mm. like uh, k- kooky stories about. <laughs> fucking dudes <laughs> <laughs> that is the best <laughs> i mean off the top i like kind of talk about like my childhood a little bit which um i think like it's like me endearing myself to the audience so that i can be completely horrible almost immediately after <laughs> yeah so what what was your child i mean not to ruin the show how do you think your child has affected what your i mean your comedy um i think like it's i think it's <laughs> like a lot of people it's the reason why i do comedy <laughs> yeah, yeah. um like, uh, I think, like, I started an interest in it in a really strange way. Like, uh, I got, like, th- like, I say this, and, and I don't want people to feel bad for me, but I did, I did get, like, bullied in, like, uh, elementary school. And how I, like, kind of fought back was, like, I would Google uh, insults and comebacks, and I'd memorize them. Nice. And, then I, and then I would tell, tell them, like, I'd tell them off, and then... I ended up get it being known as like the funny girl because I would just be mean, but like clever. Oh, really? That's really interesting. So you don't, you just rehearsed comebacks, yeah. basically. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, and then I had an interest in an art school, and then I didn't get into the program. But it was my like feeder school anyway. So my my where my house is and back home, I, I, that was my going to be my high school anyway. Like it's a public school, but I just didn't make it into the specialized program within the school and um my mom like uh, and i was crying <laughs> and uh, and my mom was like well we'll put you in improv classes instead and that ended up being a lot better for me anyway oh really so that's how you started was in improv Th- yeah i started i started uh, as an improviser and then uh in university um I I studied comedy (laughs) and uh, they make you, they make you do everything like, um, and was that at Salford? It was, I did my last year at Salford, but the Mm. two years before were at uh, Humber college and they they have like a partnership that like, that's how I ended up in the, in the UK. Oh, right. Okay. Um, but the Humber, Humber program, they really put an onus on doing stand up because you can kind of do it anywhere. Uh, Mm. and, um, yeah, and then I went to Salford, and I was like, oh, wow, there is a worse comedy program than the one I already went to. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put that one out. That's a good advert for me. <laughs> Did you pass your comedy degree? I, uh, what's embarrassing is I, I didn't get a first. Yeah, I did pass. Oh, my God. What, do you mind me asking what you got? I had two, one. What's it? Two, one's good. Yeah, mm. but I would have gotten a first if I picked my uh, group, like the second part of the semester, or the second term is just a group project, and I grouped up with the wrong people, but I just didn't know anyone. And um, that one particular person who was in that group uh, project is at the fringe now, flyering and stuff. And every time I see him, I might I get angry. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> okay. like, you brought me down a grade. Yeah. Like, it's yes you. and an improv, yes, stupid. <laughs> 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 you just kept saying, yeah, what? <laughs> 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 I 
I will get the name off you after the uh, Yeah, the I'll, have to, I'll, I'll happily like tell to, you. Uh, yes, I'll, I'll kneel behind him and you can push him up for me like <laughs> old school. Did you put that, are you tempted to put on your posters, 2-1 in comedy? Yeah. Instead, <laughs> instead of stars. Put sulfur. So... Uh, day six. I can't believe you've done six already. You must be. How are you feeling six days in? I'm tired. Are you tired? Are you tired? <laughs> I feel like manic. <laughs> not like, not man, but like I, I'm like tired to the point where I'm like, I'm silly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's a fun one because you've got loads of friends up this yeah. year as well. And I think like, I really like the, okay, our flat is horrible, but like the people in it are really nice and like, yeah. um, I think we're all just like we're all very supportive of each other, and I think at first I was gonna move, I was gonna bunk with uh, two other comics who are doing their debuts, and someone pulled me aside and said, "Don't do that, because um, you'll just you'll all be stressing each other out, and just you won't be able to you know help at anyone." No, yeah, that sounds um, right. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, it's just um, Michael Mannion, who I live with normally back in Manchester. Uh, two girls from back home who are very funny. One of them actually just got offered to open for Adam Sandler. Uh, but really? Yeah, but she's here. And, she said, <laughs> oh and no. yeah, she was like, it's fine. It's fine. I'm just here bombing every night <laughs> instead. Oh, no. Could he not fly her out? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing, actually. He's one of those comics, I think, when you saw that everyone saw the special and everyone went, Oh, I forgot he's really funny. Yeah, no, he is. Yeah, yeah. I really, I, I'm a big fan of him as a person. And uh, I mean, I don't know him as a person, but I just get that nice vibe. He's really nice. Like, uh, this, like, uh, some boys I know from back home were like, because I think he's like filming a, a, a movie or something in, in Toronto right now. Hmm. And they were just playing basketball with him. Like, I think he's a very, like, down to earth guy. Yeah. Which I think is like, like a really nice quality. And it's nice that he gets people to support yeah. him on, you know, new people and, yeah, and yeah. help them move up. But anyway, well. So maybe I might contact him actually if she's not doing <laughs> <laughs> Do you want a lanky northerner? I do loads of northern stuff. Will they know what Rainbow is, the kids' show from the eighties? Okay, I'll see. I'll get the next flight. <laughs> okay, but uh Eric, I wonderful to chat to you. Thank you very much for your time. Um before we go though, actually, uh any tips for anyone coming up with a debut hour? Or Can thinking of coming up with a debut hour? Um, I would say um Get like a get a sleeping pill. Get like that Michael Jackson <laughs> shit, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, but yeah, but make sure you you know you, you, you get the dosage the, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, I think like uh, it's like a it's it's a it's a lame piece of advice, but I do think it it is helpful. It's like write write as much as you can, because mm. um, I think I find uh, the best stuff that like there's old there's old bits that like I've relied on who what that are in the show. But the stuff that has been hitting most is the newer stuff. Mm. And I think it's just because I've progressed since I've written the older stuff. And I just think, yeah, just write as much as you can and uh, try it out and you'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you're right. And it's that thing of keeping it fresh. You yeah. enjoy it more. Yeah, exactly. There's exactly. no fun in saying something you know will get a laugh every time. No, you you need the danger. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, I've not got that problem. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen me live. <laughs> Never had to worry about this being a bit of gold. Um, one more time, please. Will you tell us uh, what the name of your show is, where, what time it's on, where it's at? Yeah, it's uh, Femcell at um, Monkey Barrel Com- Comedy at Carnival One at 9.40. Thank you very much. Cheers, yeah. Erica. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'll see you in week two when we're both really ill. Yeah. Excellent. Thanks, Bill.
After chatting to Erica, I packed up my pod track four into my little man bag and I started scaling Arthur's Seat. Arthur's Seat is a mountain that's in Edinburgh. Um, they call it a mountain, it's just a big hill really, but anyway, hope you like the chat. Here we are, we're sat, uh, do you know what, I've done every interview in here recently and normally I like to move it around, so we'll just make it up. Okay, fine. Uh, sat here on Arthur's Seat on a nice <laughs> calm day. <laughs> Very windy. Very windy. It was funny because um, you were you were up here when I I wasn't actually down to interview you today, Luke. But you were just up here. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. Things have got really bad. Really <laughs> bad. <laughs> it's not the kind of uh, it's not the kind of cliff face you can really throw yourself off. No, you just no. Roll down. Yeah, gradually. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Roll down and think about it. Yeah, yeah this is awful. I'm joined by Luke Kempner. Hello. You're right, pal. Me, mate. Yeah. It's very nice to have you on. I appreciate you doing it. Not at all. I've got. I'm ill already. Good. Um, my, my, <laughs> my daughter's up here, who's 10 months old, and she had a stinking cold, and she's given it to me, the little cow, um, and she just has not thought it through that I've got shows to perform every night. But you haven't sat down and discussed this? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not all about and her. She just, she just didn't, she can't speak, so that was annoying. Do you but, want um, to go to college? Do you want to go to college? <laughs> Daddy needs to do well this year. Yes. Um, Daddy's not going to get four stars in Broadway World if you do this. <laughs> so, um, so I'm a little bit ill, which is a bit frustrating, but I don't feel too tired, mm-hmm. um, and I'm having a good time. Yeah, you're looking well. Thank you, mate. I'm <laughs> glad you're saying it recorded. That I, I just want well. it. I want it known. Yeah, yeah, I want yeah. it on record. Oh, thanks, man. Luke's looking well. I'm doing very a lot well. of walking because I, I live with my mother-in-law when I'm up here. Um, oh right! It wasn't. I, d- I didn't like Must meet be my good wife. Good for material, eh? Yeah, I know exactly. But <laughs> I didn't. I didn't meet my wife and think, "Hang on, I could get free accommodation in Edinburgh every year if I stay with Alana." So, uh, but it was. Brilliant. It was more uh, a, a sort of a lovely perk of the yeah, relationship yeah. that I get free accommodation every time I do Edinburgh. But she does live about an hour and a half walk away. Right. Um, but I quite like that walk. In Edinburgh, when and the weather's nice. That is a, no, that is a walk. Yeah, but it's 10,000 steps, exactly. It's great. Right, but yeah, but then you've got to get back. Taxi. Yeah, no, but, but the thing is, when you're free accommodation, get a cab every day, it's still cheaper than accommodation. You're right. No, you're right. That makes sense. It's, so, uh, yeah, it's good. But is it, what's it like living? I mean, I'm having, I won't lie, I'm staying in the student halls where everyone seems to have to stay this year. Okay. Fucking so. Where is it? Is that not the one above the, the fish and chip shop? No, I wish it was. Smell oh. better. Oh, really? <laughs> this is like well, this is like new student accommodation, but it is soul destroyed. It's like um, just for the purpose of the recording, there's a man zooming in the corner. <laughs> 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 Literally just set it up, <laughs> came in, but with zooming with I think fucking Brian Blessed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's, um, but it's this student accommodation which is like it's got a wet room. As a bathroom. Oh wow! No, but the timer on it is uh, it's a, it gives you twelve seconds for a shit. <laughs> like, okay, if right. you're not, if you're not, <laughs> I think that's probably why it's quite good for for drama people. Yeah. They're always moving. Yeah, 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 yeah. It suit me. Yeah. Yeah, but if you if you want to sit sit down and have a sit down toilet, yeah. the, the light remains on for twelve seconds and then you've got to wave. Oh no, I hate that. It's, yeah, it's a bit depressing. I stayed. I've stayed. My first ever Edinburgh. I did a musical up here in two thousand and eight mm. called Departure Lounge. In this very uh, building, um, even though we're on Arthur's seat, yeah, but, um, and it, it was—I stayed in student halls, but I was so young. I was like twenty-one. It was amazing, and yeah. I loved it. But I yeah, well done, man. No, but that's—I mean, so your first Edinburgh was part of a, uh, a production, a, a yeah. acting. So yes, that, w- well, that was your first one. That was my first Edinburgh, yeah. and then my first. Edinburgh as a comedian, I did a show called The Only Way Is Downton, which mm-hmm. I did in 2013. 
in the Pleasants this. Cool, that was my debut year, was it? 2013. Yeah, oh, yeah. And a little um, and the thing is with that show is it was so it was all a, it was all based on. So I, I'm a comedian and an impressionist, but at that time mm. I was just an actor and impressionist. Right. So the whole show was a one man Downton Abbey show. So you've got you go up with the uh, the Downton show, which does well. What was your first show after that then when you came back as a? Because you you do you've you've got a lot of popularity online. Mm. Now, which platform are you most popular on? Then? Would I mean, it ra- varies really. I mean, a sort of follower-wise, Instagram, mm. but like, it really varies. You know, like mm. I started on YouTube. That's how I started. I, yeah. I didn't even know about comedy clubs. Um, I because I used to do musical theatre. I was in like Les Mis and yeah, Avenue yeah. Q and and uh, South Pacific. And then I started putting my impressions online. And I did a Downton Abbey video in 2012. Um, so I can't believe it's coming up to 10 years. And Stephen Fry tweeted about the video. Right. And this was like when Stephen Fry was Twitter. Yeah. And then it kind of exploded overnight. And then that's when someone said, oh, you should do an Edinburgh show. Again, I didn't really know. I knew Edinburgh was the thing I came and did that musical. I didn't know it was a sort of comedy festival. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, we forget as, comed- as a comedian, I forget, and other comedians do forget, that this is an arts festival. Yeah, yeah. We think it's oh, all about us. I and know. You forget the show that you say, actors. So you've come in from an actor's perspective. Yeah, completely. So the comedy side you're not focusing on, but we're all about comedy. There's so many other awards up here. There's so many oh, more, I know. much yeah, yeah, more yeah. impressive shows going on. Yeah, than yeah, 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 yeah. Stuff so I didn't, yeah. and just stuff I didn't know about at all. So when I came up here, I came and it, uh, quite in a lucky way, I just came up here with no idea what anything was. Mm. Although my sister Suze Kempner yes, was a comedian at the time, well, so, yeah. so she was telling me what shows to go and see. Mm. And I remember going to see, well, you were mentioning Milo earlier, I remember going to see Milo McCabe and, yeah, yeah. and like Jim Jeffries and stuff like that. And I'm just like telling all people, I've heard of these comedians you'll never have heard of. And it was all very exciting. Yeah, yeah. But I can't, so then when I stopped the Downton show in 2014, I started going into doing open mic nights from about 2015. Right. And then I came up here in 2016 with my show, Judy Dench Broke My Heart. Mm. It was my first show that was me, but uh-huh. even then it was a theme show about me as Luke Kempner g- and getting married to Judy Dench and her cheating on me. <laughs> and I remember when she did that. Nerve-wise, how did you feel coming up as yourself? It was... Well, the year after was when I came up with uh, Take a Long Hard Luke at Yourself. Excellent. And that was, yeah, I w- always wanted a show with my name in it. That was the time I w- the most nervous I was. Because then I really was me. That was mm. the first time I'd done it with a handheld mic. I'd always been a head mic. Right. And it was oh, really a like, like a TED talky kind of. Yeah, 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 nice. yeah, 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 completely, yeah. And that was the first time I'd felt, yeah, this is me. And I felt like I need to be really honest. This seems quite a strong thing show. Mm. You have something you want to talk about. Yeah. And by God, you're going to talk about it. Yes. A dad. Yes. How's so that? Well, it's great. Yeah. I mean, I love it. No, I mean, the show is called Macho Macho Man, and I started writing it at the beginning of 2020 so it was for the Edinburgh Fringe in 2020 Mm. and it was all going to be about me struggling with my masculinity and whether or not I was ready to become a father Mm. but of course quite a lot has happened since then so it feels like my child's 16 now but it's still I basically plot it from the moment I found out I was going to become a dad to the child being born and it's really about me feeling like I'm not ready and not and not man enough Mm. And it's lots of funny sketches. I still do loads of impressions. You know, mm. I have a whole sketch called Toxic Masculinity, Get Me Out of Here, which is a sort of, um, I'm a celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, mm. but with 
men who are very toxically masculine, you know, Boris is in there, of course, and, you know, and he has to do a task like, uh, you know, letting a woman speak, uh, mm. which he can't do. And, uh, and uh, you know, Trump's in there as well because I know he's not been in office for 18 months, but I'm still going to use him. Um, well, I really would. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> He'll be back soon anyway. But it's a very personal show and it is plotted, ar- plotted up until the birth of my daughter, which mm. was pretty uh, scary, um, but taught me a lot. And by the end, I sort of learned that kind of none of this stuff I've been worrying about matters just as long as everyone's safe and happy and uh can you do an impression of your daughter yeah yeah it's mostly just you know what she started she started to say dada but she's sort of it's just most so they're all the wrong people yeah I know exactly (laughs) although she she laughs at me a lot I work very very hard on making her laugh so so she you know she's given me four stars already it's great that's excellent I'd I'd have a stoic baby I think yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) stoic toddler (laughs) totally disinterested what was the first impression that you did that made someone laugh in your family or or just make any that you went oh that got a reaction I mean it was my singing teacher when I was at drama school so I I did I had a, a singing teacher called Ross Campbell, and he spoke like this. He was, a, you know, it's kind of, he's not very far off from Christopher Biggins, which who I do really like doing a great impression of Christopher Biggins. But it's mm. Ross Campbell, and he used to always say, "Oh, Luke, you're you're reaching up for your notes. You're like a giraffe. You need to relax like a hippo." And I remember, like, mm. I I got up in front of all of the year at drama school and did impressions of all the teachers, and it went down better than any performance in any musical I did. So, yeah, like, yeah. and that, and it was from then on, I was always like. I want to do this. Your first gig when you're going through all your teachers at school. Yeah, yeah, going, what yeah. the hell's this? Yeah. No, but it's up to, yeah, it doesn't work outside the school, Luke. No, no, it's no. It's school, I, but I know. keep it to the... I know, exactly. <laughs> it's, uh, well, you worked on Spitting Image, which is bad. Good yeah. job that bloody came back. Because oh, I know. That was a dream. Well, did you find, because it, uh, as an impressionist, there isn't, until that came back, really, there wasn't a lot of platforms outside. I mean, that is the good thing about having a, a presence online with YouTube, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. TikTok now and things that you can still do things because things go through trends on television. Yeah. Whereas like, so impressions hadn't really been around for a while. Like they had the, the last time maybe John Coulshaw was yeah, the last yeah, yeah, famous yeah. impressionist. Did it worry you that there wasn't a lot going on on TV impression wise at the time? Or were you still like, well, I'm fine. I've got my outlet. I've got my following. I don't need that. It's a really good question. Medium. And one I've not been asked before. Like I, I felt, I think is right is, probably the same as yourself like we grew up with impression shows on tv mm. and like they were massive yeah you yeah. know alistair mcgowan like saturday night alistair mcgowan's big impression was you know millions and millions of viewers rory bremner rory bremner before mm. that and then like you know like you say john colshaw with dead ringers and stuff like that so i was brought up on just impression shows mm. being on tv all the time big broad sketch shows and so like i never thought about they're not there's not going to be an avenue for me here mm. um because i didn't really think that far ahead i just thought I want to do the stuff that makes me laugh and is making other people laugh. Yeah, yeah. And also, like, I've never wanted to do impressions in the same way that those guys did. I have a huge respect for them all. I've, I've been very lucky to work with quite a few of them. But I never sort of wanted Who's to do... Who's the biggest bastard? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, oh, once that's off. Um, yeah. but, like, but, like, it, 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 it was never... I always... Because I had always wanted to do them virus, via sort of my feeling about a subject. So it's almost mm. like, you know, an observation about a thing like you would write as a stand-up, but then using an impression to sort of get that point across. Yeah. And I was really lucky to um, that a show called Merger and Successful came along. Great show. Which was Tom Tom Davis's creation. And What do you think of the American version? I dislike. it. I've not watched it. I didn't like it. Whereas I loved the, the, the British version. I thought well, it was, it really was like, funny. that came along in, must have been 2015. And... 
it just couldn't have been more perfect of what I wanted to do with impressions. Yeah, yeah. Is like acting as a character, a standalone funny character. You know, it doesn't always have to be the most accurate impression. It could be a really funny character. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. But anything is perform. It's performance. Is that it's not. I was about to say too early. You can't uh, tell on the podcast, but. When you do an impression, the mannerisms come out as well. Yeah. Which yeah. is something that obviously it, it, you could have the perfect voice, but if you just sit there motionless doing yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't yeah. work because you need all those elements to make and, up the... And, and Rory yeah. Bremner said something to me once where he just said, a funny voice is a funny voice. Mm. So it's like... You know, when I do Harry Kane, right, you know, people might not know Harry Kane, but already, you know, yeah, no, it's just like a funny voice. You know, you're playing this dull footballer at the end of the day, it's the start of the day. And, you know, you could, I could talk like this for a good 20 minutes doing an interview just talking about mundane stuff mm. and that's quite funny because of the way he talks yeah, yeah. and it's like my mum wouldn't know how Harry Kane talks but for once she would find me funny um, yeah, but yeah. like or fine yeah exactly yeah it's safe <laughs> yeah. but in the same way with like Christopher Biggins like I, I, I can't believe I've mentioned him twice but like you know he's got such a grand voice and it sounds so strange coming out from a character like me who's quite a slight gentleman you know mm. but this huge camp kind of vocally huge performance mm. is quite amusing you know and, and whether you know him or not it's still quite a funny character yeah yeah so I feel like there's Stuff for people who go, oh, I love that person. I know how they sound, and you've got it. But then there's also stuff for people, I don't know how they sound, but that's a funny character. Have you ever been worried? Um, say, for example, you've got a wonderful impression. Right down, it's hitting at every gig, and then that person is outed as a <laughs> sex pest. <laughs> <laughs> it happens all the time. <laughs> Make Make people like, oh, fuck. Not even <laughs> not sex pest-wise. I mean, like, uh, you, we talk about all those... Or they die, and then yeah, you've yeah, you got to yeah. leave it a few weeks. But those guys that we've been talking about, you know, like John Coulter and stuff, they, they all lost Savile. <laughs> yeah, know? of course. That was one of their absolute... Well, we know, all lost Savile. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Suze uh, Kemp, of course, your... your sib- I didn't say another half. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is she up at the fringes? She is, yeah. She's doing what a show called PlayStation. PlayStation. Um, yeah, because it's a bunch of labyrinth. Retro game themes on her. She yeah, had the Sonic yeah. one one year. Yeah, Mega Drive. Mega Drive. Which I yeah. loved that name of a title. Must be nice having a sibling in, 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 in the same area, like similar yeah. areas. Yeah, it really is. You, and you're like both do well online. Suze's got yeah, quite she's re- really built that up over. She's fantastic. Like years. you know, because Suze for years like. She was always so funny on Facebook and people always say to me, oh man, I, like, I love Suze on Facebook. She's so funny. Mm. And then like on Twitter, she had a story that just, a story about when she was, um, she was a Christina Aguilera tribute act um, in Cyprus. And it was the most horrendous, she had the most horrendous time. But she told this story in a thread on Twitter and it went absolutely bonkers. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, you know, it just got retweeted thousands and thousands and thousands of times. And so, and that gave her the start. And, and now for everything, sh- how hilarious she was always on Facebook. She was then being able to do that on Twitter and then create videos and stuff. And she's, she's brilliant. And it is great having her up here because, you know, there's no one that has known me longer than my sister. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. So like, it is, and it's really nice. And like, you know, even just going and grabbing a coffee together and stuff like that. And it's, mm. you know, probably see her more here than I would normally because we're both in the same place. Yeah, you know? yeah. So it's that's great. Nice. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah. Oh, that's. I wish I had that. Really? Yeah. Have you got any brothers and sisters? I do. Yeah. I do. He's great. He's great. Um, but he's not here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which I've not even said what the name of the show is. So I'm oh, sorry, Macho, Luke, Macho I'm Man. Oh, I did. I did. Say yes. It. Yes, yes, we did. So, so um, but just one more time. So I've definitely got it. Luke. What is the um, name of your show? Where is it? And what bloody time is it it's on? It's called Macho Macho Man. It's at the Pleasance Courtyard and it's on at 640. 
Excellent. Oh, Luke, thanks so much for doing this. Thank you, man. It's been really nice chatting. Thanks so much for listening. Do like and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, share it on all your socials if you can. And add us on ours at Fringe Binge Pod, where you can actually ask us to interview certain people if you want. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening. Hey, and take care of yourselves. <laughs> <laughs>